Hey friend, welcome back to the Bounce Nurse Podcast. I know, my voice is gone guys, but I'm here, okay? And don't worry, today's episode is a is a guest interview that I recorded a few weeks ago when my voice was perfectly fine, so you won't get to hear this the whole episode. But I did want to come on here and really just introduce you guys to who Marcella is. And this conversation was so much fun. She is such a passionate and just genuine, beautiful person all around. And she is a fitness and life coach, but she really is more than that, guys. She is a determined entrepreneur, loving wife, and a proud mother to a four-year-old girl and 11-month-old boy. And I really enjoyed Marcella's journey, and her journey to success really began at the age of 12 when she worked her first job to afford a gym membership, which is crazy, right? And now, as the owner and founder of Burn It in 30, which is a gym here in San Antonio, Texas, she combines her passion for fitness and expertise as a certified personal trainer and life coach. And her story, guys, is really one of resilience. Like I love these kinds of stories and journeys from other people, ones that are full of, um, you know, just resilience and navigating obstacles for her. She was navigating a new country at the age of 14 to facing challenges of being a new mom and owning a fitness studio in 2020. So she really takes a holistic approach to her, to health, really focusing on nutrition, fitness, mindset, and community. And today's conversation, we talk about the importance of mindset and community in really achieving your goals and how finding balance and peace in life really requires commitment to self-care and personal growth. All right, guys, I really hope you enjoyed this episode and I can't wait to be back with you guys next week when I'm feeling a little bit better. Hey friend, welcome to the Balance Nurse Podcast. Are you wanting more time on your days off to create healthier habits and actually work on your goals? Then this podcast is for you. I'm Ashley and I used to be a burnt out nurse just like you. I know what it's like to feel exhausted and frustrated on your days off. I wanted to work out more, eat healthier, and enjoy time with friends and family. But I kept telling myself that that run could wait till tomorrow. I was just too tired to fit in a workout into my busy schedule. Entering my 30s, I realized I had neglected my own health and personal growth. It was a wake-up call that inspired me to take control of my life. That's when I learned two key things. The incredible peace that time management brings and the beauty of real work-life harmony. And I want you, friend, to have this too. I'll share with you my tips and tricks on how to manage your time, create healthier habits, and be more productive on your days off so that you can achieve your biggest health and business goals. So let's pop in those earbuds, get that nurse fun up, and let's dig in. Marcella, thank you so much. I am so excited for today. Thank you for coming on the show. Hi, I'm so excited to be here. So let's go ahead and dive right into it. Why don't you start with sharing a little bit about yourself and your journey? Yes, of course. So I am a fitness coach, life coach, and I feel like I've been doing all of it for the past, you know, 20 years, but really um, 
focused on just fitness has been 12 years already. Um, my whole journey as a fitness coach started with me falling in love with fitness and working out. Um, I started working out at a very young age and I had a hard, you know, upbringing and when it comes to growing up, I feel like working out for me was my, my outlet. Um, so when I moved to San Antonio, which I was 14 years old, um, I started getting into sports and then eventually um, I started doing CrossFit and then I fell in love with CrossFit. Then I became a CrossFit coach. Then I started bodybuilding and then from bodybuilding is kind of where it all opened up to then getting very, very involved in the fitness industry when it comes to working for a supplement company and start and then starting my own business, um, which I took that leap of faith in December of 2015, but actually launched my business in January of 2016. So going on eight years already. Um, but yeah, so overall, I am a fitness coach, life coach. I'm a mom. I have a four-year-old little girl and an 11-month-old boy that's full of energy and, you know, wife, business owner, all the things right now. So just trying to juggle all the all the things. Yes. Oh, my gosh. So first of all, I'm obsessed with CrossFit right now, too. <laughs> I think oh, it's really? like the best thing. Yes. <laughs> it's so amazing. I'm obsessed. Um so how do you balance? It seems like, wow, first of all, you're a badass, mother, entrepreneur, um, and business owner of Burn It in 30. And, you know, so the question for me is for you, it, it, you know, it's how do you balance running that business and juggling the multiple hats you wear as mother and um, a wife as well? Yeah, I think because I constantly have to coach my my clients on this I feel like you know it's very tricky because we all want to find balance right but I think balance and a balanced life is not always the case but it's always good when we're trying to be a little bit more balanced than we were right so when it comes to my personal journey what helps me is taking care of me as much as I can it's not always perfect, but knowing that I'm starting my day a certain way, that I'm spending time with God, that I'm working out, that I, um, you know, taking that me time, even if it's five minutes. And whenever I find that time to fill my own cup is when I'm able to then give, right, and pour out to my kids, to my husband, to my clients, because it's not just running a business for me, it's also being a coach, which is very much giving all the time, encouraging, motivating, checking in with my clients and making sure that they're doing okay. And a lot of times they're not, right? They're going through some hard stuff and now I have to take that in. So it definitely helps me to make sure I'm taking care of me so then I'm able to then take care of those that I have to take care of. Yep. I cannot agree more. I think that you really can't pour from an empty cup. I know that's oversaid, but it is so true. You really can. And it's like really taking that time to pour back into yourself in order to continue giving and whatever flows just flows out of your cup, you you get to give, right? Um, and so is there like a specific, maybe, are there specific 
routines or practices that have really helped you in prioritizing your health and wellness? Yes. And actually, you know, right now I am doing what, um, it's, it's one of my programs, which is the glow up program. And one big thing about this program is journaling. And it's a 12 week program where every day you're supposed to journal in the morning and at night, and it takes time <laughs> and effort. But one thing that I found um, in 2021, after COVID and craziness and being a first time mom and having a business during COVID, like it was a lot. And come 2021, I, I was ready to just get my life back in order because it was just all over the place trying to survive. <laughs> um, so I started journaling and I started creating like different structures of journaling like do I start with gratitude do I start with a uh, like a, a verse do I start with a prayer do I what how much do I want to write and I did it I committed to it for a whole year and it, it was it was life-changing for me just being able to put it on paper and I think the biggest part of journaling for me is awareness of how you're spending to your time what thoughts do you have in the morning, at night? Um, a lot of times we're overwhelmed, we're stressed, we're feeling unbalanced because we're not managing our time right, right? And and that's one of the biggest things that I did back in 2021. And then 2022, which was last year, um, I got pregnant from, with my second kid and it was not an easy pregnancy and I started losing that habit of journaling and started making excuses I don't have time I don't feel good and I just let the whole year go without doing it and it wasn't until this last couple months that I started doing it again it just makes a huge difference and just I guess getting a, a really good grip of of your time and your habits and and it's more than anything is that awareness so like I will say that that's one of the biggest things that has helped me and because of the the women that are part of this program right now, like the feedback I've been getting is, is that like, wow, like I didn't realize I was saying these things or I was thinking these or that I was not eating enough or that I was, you know, all these different things. So yeah, that's the one thing that I can say has helped me a lot. And I think that we're just, we live busy lives, right? We've, we're, we have all these commitments, all these obligations, all these, like, again, like I said, multiple hats that we're wearing and, and we're wanting to give, I think naturally we want to give, right? Um, so yeah, it's really starting with that first step of self-awareness. And I think journaling is such a great practice. You know, you talked about how 2022, right, is when you last year with your pregnancy, you kind of fell off track with that habit. And I I know myself, I've fallen off track multiple times. And so I'm curious, how do you get back on track? Because I think a lot of women that I've spoken with, you know, I think they beat themselves up a lot, right? Which I mean, I do it myself too. Um, how do you how do you get back on that with getting back on that habit that you that you want to cultivate in your life? Yeah, I think it goes back to keeping your promises to yourself. And I think that's huge because a lot of times we 
a lot of times we say we're gonna do something and then we don't do it and then eventually just stop believing what you say right and what you say you're gonna do so one thing that's helped me is have some type of boundary or some type of line that I say you know what I might not be able to work out because what if I you know something happens like this month like I got sick at the beginning of the month I couldn't work out for a whole week and I love to work out like that's one of the things that my body just craves it I just want to work out as part of like my lifestyle now but when I don't do it then I don't feel good right but then a lot of times what happens when you don't have that love for something and it's a habit that you're trying to build and you know it takes a lot of effort for you to do it, you stop doing it. If you give yourself a boundary to say, you know what, I know life might get hard, but I'm not going to allow myself to go past three days or five days without doing it. Because then at least that way you have something to to go back to. You know what? I know it's Wednesday and I fell off track with my meal plan or I fell off track with my working out and I didn't go today. And then most people just say, ah, I'll just start on Monday, right? Um, but in reality, that's five days already of not doing it. It's going to be really easy for you to miss Monday. And if you do miss Monday because, I don't know, your car didn't start and you didn't make it, then there goes another week, right? So I think that's why it's important not to to wait until Monday and to just give yourself two days or three days of whatever the habit is and then getting back right back into it. Um, another reason that most women or men, you know, but I really, I only work with women, <laughs> um, is that they want everything to be perfect, right? And that's the thing with perfection is that when you look at things black and white, then if it's not one thing, they're just, just not going to do it. Right. So if it's not perfect, then you just give up. So that's another thing is that knowing that it's not going to be perfect. And as much as you want to be able to eat good and work out and every single day and for life to never get hard, that's just not going to be the case. So I think the moment you realize that, you know, it's not always going to be perfect, then you know that 10% is better than 0%. And it's still going to get you a little bit farther, whatever it is that you're going. So, and that's the one thing I always say, like a little something is better than nothing. So that's another thing. Oh my gosh, I cannot amen to that enough because it's <laughs> something I struggled with as well. And actually, I was reflecting on this recently. And it's funny that you mentioned that. I was looking back at when I started my own personal, you know, fitness journey and eating better because it is more of a lifestyle, right? For me, at least that's how I see it. And I think back to, I'm like, what, what was different this last time when before I would fall off track and I would beat myself up and then just not try to get back on. And I think the difference this time was I was following through small commitments to myself whether that was showing up to the gym, even on the days I didn't feel like it, even if I didn't have the strength or the energy, I would just go and just say, I'm just going to go and get on, you know, do a quick little power walk. But it was those small little commitments to myself that I think started to build my trust, the trust in myself. So I think that's such a beautiful thing for in order to get back into a habit that you're wanting to create. Yes. And, and, you know, I'm going to be honest, as far as 
I was sharing about journaling, I, I even like I created my own journal, printed it, and like we're using it, and it's it's pretty much like we're going through the twelve weeks, and then you know you missed like a couple days, and then now I'm like ah because I want it all to be filled out, but there's been a lot of days where I just don't want to do it because it's like the end of the day, you're like, oh, I just want to go to bed. I'm tired. I need to get up at four in the morning tomorrow and I should just go to sleep. And there are days that I just don't get to it. But same thing, I just say, you know what? I can't just already just say I'm done. I might give up on this. Just I need to get back on track. And I will say, for example, today I did it this morning. Um, but I need to make sure I take some time to do it tonight. And if I don't get to do it tonight, then I'll make sure tomorrow morning I do it. You know, so it's just, as you said, just keeping those promises and just you know, those commitments that you that you make um, to continue to build that belief and that um, trust in yourself and doing what you said you were going to do. And confidence as well. I think that's, that's how you start to build that confidence. Yeah, yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I always say that confidence comes with doing the things you said you were going to do when you don't feel like doing it. And, and, that, and that's the same thing with momentum, right? You only get it by continuing to move. Um, and, and yeah, and a lot of people feel like, and that goes with motivation, right? Like, oh, I'll do it when I get motivated. But you don't get motivated out of the blue. Like, you just have to start moving. And then the more you do it, the more motivated you get and the more confident you get because now you start believing, oh, I can actually do this. It's taking that first messy action. And I think that's something that I've learned. It's not going to be perfect. We see all these Instagram stories and it's beautiful and Pinterest recipes and it's all beautiful and these cute little, you know, meal prep containers, but it's taking that first step. Just get your meals cooked, you know, get in whatever, you know, dollar tree meal prep boxes you have it doesn't matter right it's getting that messy and taking that first messy action so I really resonate with that that's awesome yeah it's also taking that mindset of I guess I know we talked about this briefly before recording um how does someone shift their mindset from maybe focusing specifically on the scale right or numbers and instead shifting into this mindset of this is a lifestyle that I want to that I want to live. I see that every day. Um, I, I honestly, it, it requires not only you believing it, but your environment it has a lot to do with that. Like having a coach, having a community that's going to be empowering because I've had uh, – you know, I've had clients who will work with a program or a coach that's constantly like you have to weigh in every single day. And if you don't, you're you're punished and you have to do this many squats and they get into a mentality that they have to lose the weight. If not, they're not worthy. Right. Like that's an example. And they have that mentality already. But if you go with a different approach where you have a coach that is encouraging you to make the lifestyle change and to be there along the way eventually you start believing that right and you start believing that for yourself and because it's not as easy as just telling them to do it right and or you're reading it on, on the internet saying that yeah well i i'm doing this because i need to be healthy um it's unfortunate but a lot of a lot of women that are, are that need to make the change they 
sometimes wait until the doctor tells them if you don't make a change then you are gonna become diabetic or you are gonna you know get on medication and they wait until that time and I've worked with a lot of women that come to me telling me they're pre-diabetic and then they come and they start and then they don't they don't do it they don't do the work right but then you have the ones that are like you know what I need the change and they actually followed through with the program and they do what I tell them to do and then a few weeks in and they are changed forever right like because they actually believed in the change so I guess where I'm going with this is that when it comes to your mindset you have to start speaking to yourself differently saying you know what I I can and I will and I get to make this change because I get to get up and move. Um, I, I had an instance when one of my clients got in an accident and was, was able to walk. And in that point, you're like, okay, now she's not able to come work out at all. Not that she doesn't want to. She wishes that she could come and work out. But some people take that health for granted, right? And And I think, you know, it's just – it's just finding the right accountability and community is a huge thing when you know that you've struggled your whole life to believe that you deserve that change um, because it's a constant reminder. Sometimes you got to hear it from someone else. Oh my God, that is beautiful. I think that community is incredibly important. Um, and, you know, it seems like Burn It In 30 really emphasizes community. And I think that it's plays such a role in really achieving your goals, right? And achieving the life that you want. And it doesn't even just relate to your health and fitness, right? Or nutrition, but also like in business or any journey that you embark on, it's always better when you have people cheering you on, like your success is my success, right? It's, it just makes the journey a little more fun. Is that something that you'd agree with? Oh, absolutely. And I think, <laughs> you know, yeah. So, <laughs> I, and I think that's why that's like one of our pillars at Burning in 30 is community. <laughs> because yeah. um, most women, I'm not saying all women, but most women, especially if you're trying to get started, it's so important. And, and that's why I sometimes ask, like when I get on an onboarding call with a client, I'm like, well, how long have you been trying to lose the weight? And they're like, well, like seven years, 10 years. I'm like, wow. Like, you know, and, and sometimes they don't do it because they don't want to invest the money to pay a coach or to pay a gym or to pay a program. And, and to me is it is, it is an investment. It does, you know, take an additional, you know, um, effort to, to go and do the things, but but it's so worth it because if you commit yourself to doing something for three months, for six months, for a year, and once you have those things down and you have that as a lifestyle, it becomes who you are, and then you go and do it. You know, for me as a coach, I don't always, you know, I do have clients that have been with me for seven or eight years already, but I. I'm like, you know what, if you're good in a year, and I know you're good on your own, great, like, then I know I did my job of equipping you and giving you the tools to to know what to do to, to find that encouragement. And I see it from from clients that were my clients five years ago, and I see them working out still, and eating good. I'm like, and it makes me happy, right? It's not, it's more about just providing that, you know, 
those tools to them. Do you, what's the, what's the biggest thing you see your clients struggling with now after they've joined, you know, your community and you get to know them because it, it is taking a holistic approach, right? To their health. It's your relationships, your finances, your, your mindset, like you mentioned, what's the biggest struggle that you've been seeing? Honestly, I feel like it's believing in themselves um, because I don't know if you've heard this already, but it I, I don't know exactly how it goes, but you do what you believe of yourself. Like you, your actions is really what you believe of yourself. And, and sometimes we don't realize that, that, you know, when you don't go in and do what you're supposed to do or you feel like you struggle with, it's because you don't believe you you deserve the change. And although it's 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 a lot deeper than it sounds, right? Because you can say, oh, no, but I do want to change. I do want to thin in those clothes. I do want to feel confident. But it, it, you have to really find out why you want to make that change. And it's not just about losing 20 pounds. It's about oh, if I lose the 20 pounds then or 40 pounds, whatever it is, then I will feel confident or I will feel uh, I will have more energy. I will be able to then be more intimate with my husband. Then I will feel like it's so much more than just losing the 20 pounds. But when it comes to the biggest struggle, I, I feel like it's just that it's like the showing up, right? Like, just getting up and doing it and and it goes back to to making that commitment with doing things um another thing that you know when it comes to fitness and because that's kind of what we're talking about right now and i've had clients who do have like a really crazy schedule and it's just really hard for them to really make it happen um you know like i have had a lot of clients who are actually nurses who work overnight and then they work three nights in a row and then it's just hard for them to have the energy to show up. So in that case, like what I always say is, you know what, it doesn't have to be perfect and you don't have to work out seven days a week, but you do commit to three days a week. Like in, in three days, like even if you go to the gym, that's right there. I don't know if like at the hospital where you work out right next to it, I'm sure there's a, a gym right there. Like go for 30 minutes you don't have the like the the mindset or the brain to think about what to do just get on the treadmill for 30 minutes until you find that com that actual momentum to want to do it and then eventually you're gonna want to do more than that right and for some people that's just not gonna happen and they just need to have that guidance and that coach and that community to be able to show up but the thing is that it's not going to be perfect, but just do something. <laughs> just start. Just take that first step. Mm -hmm. Yes, absolutely. So what are some, I'm curious, I know that you, you mentioned Burning 30, you opened up back in 2018. So no, I, the way it started, I started by um, offering like a very small group um, at a gym and I was renting out of that gym back in 2016 I was there for a year then we outgrew that space so then I started subleasing at another place so I was there for another year and then the third year is when I went online I got married and I was like you know what I think I can just do this online um, and 
not even two weeks later I'm like I miss all my clients and I was really sad I was like I don't know like it was you know I, I, I was used to seeing like over 60 women every day and and went to that to being at home it just yeah so after that I went back to training and it wasn't until 2019 that I opened my own brick and mortar and that's um, 2018 I still did in like in-person training but it was just more personal training at another gym and then while I was doing that I was already planning to open the brick and mortar and that's where we're at right now so we've been there since 2019. Awesome. Well, how did you navigate, you know, I, because I think this is so important to talk about in any journey, again, that we embark on, we're going to come across challenges and obstacles. How did you deal with COVID-19 and your business? Like, how did you overcome those obstacles? Um, You know, it was not easy because I had a five month old baby. <laughs> um, And I, I was just, like so I had my daughter in August right of 2019 and then we opened like I signed the lease of that place and a month later I found out I was pregnant and then after that I'm like okay I got this and then I had my baby and in August I mean it's the holiday time is not the easiest time in the fitness industry right as far as you know getting more people in and then during that time I was struggling because I wasn't sleeping so I wasn't as present in the business Come January, that's when I finally, I was feeling good. We were like getting back into rhythm with things as far as the business. And then March comes and that's when the whole COVID thing started happening as far as hearing about it. Um, and I heard about it and I started seeing some members that started stop showing up in person. So I'm like, oh, something's going to happen. Like they hadn't even told me to close down and I went online. I started doing everything on Zoom. And the funny thing is that I was already planning to launch my online program again because I had already done it in 2017, 2018, but I stopped it when I opened the brick and mortar because I didn't have time for both. So we started doing online um, Zoom workouts um, before they even told us to shut down because I noticed uh, my members were already stopped showing up. So we did that, and when they told us to show down, we were already running the online. So everybody was already joining on Zoom. I was doing some of the Zoom workouts from home um, at my house with my daughter, like literally right there. And she was in the high chair. I was coaching, um, and we did that for the three, four months that we were shut down. And it was not easy because I did lose half of my members. I ended up like dropping my rates, and that hurt the business overall eventually um and then you know two three months later we were able to get those members back and 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 more and 2021 was like the best year we had but it was just a matter of pivoting and just you know being able to continue to provide the service and I think the biggest part during that time was community and we were doing workshops we were doing events on zoom like we did a makeup class on zoom we did Bible studies on Zoom, like we were like really just focused on community. And even though it was on Zoom, the women were still feeling part of something and were able to see each other on online and the app that we have and all that stuff. I bet that must have been nice, especially during that time when it was hard to connect with other people or hang out with other people during that uncertain time, you know, so I thought that 
must have been so helpful for your members. Yes, no, it was. And I think we all needed it, right? Like mm -hmm. even myself, like it did. I think one thing that it did, um, it allowed me to never, I didn't stop, <laughs> right? Like it was like, I did have to go through some, I had to make some business decisions, like letting go of a couple of my, my uh, team members. That was not easy. Um, most, if not really all the work went back on me. Um, while having my baby, you know, and it was just a lot. But I think at the end of the day, I am someone that like, you know, I, I love so much what I do that I knew that women needed it in that moment. And, and I really wanted to continue to have a place where they can come in after we were able to, to open up. I think you were also so connected to your why, like why you were doing what you were doing that no matter what, no matter what obstacles or challenges came your way, you were going to find a way to pivot and adjust and keep following through. And I think it's something that I know that can apply to not just business, but personal lives, right? Like for the listeners tuning in, things aren't always going to go our way, right? And it's really going back to why did we start this? Why did we start this health journey? Why did we start this business journey or you know, trying to get a handle of our finances, whatever that looks like, really going back to why, why did I start? And that why has to be so strong enough in order for you to move past these obstacles and challenges. Oh, yeah, I I do believe that. And it always goes back to just knowing why you do what you do, right? And if you're passionate, and you love what you do, you it will be really hard to to give up on it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I know that you are in the process of starting a new business. Can you tease us with a little bit right now? <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I kind of shared a little bit as far as what we, what I have been able to do throughout the past eight years. You know, January will be eight years since I, I took that leap of faith and started my own business. And um, every year it's been a lesson, you know, it's been a season of growing and learning and I've been part of different like business programs and learning. And that's, I love that, like being able to grow, um, this year, you know, with my, my son, like when I had my son, I feel like it was not as easy to be able to manage the four-year-old and then my baby and then not sleeping and then have a business and then keep the, the members because when it comes to a, a, a gym and like the fitness uh, studio and like that type of industry, it's, you know, and, and a lot of people maybe not know this, but it, it's almost like having a bucket with no bottom. <laughs> so you have your members and you're always going to lose members, right? And that's just in, in most places, like 99% of, of the fitness industry. And it's not always that they just don't like your program, but it's all, it's just because life happens. Like they're not able to afford it or they move or whatever it is. So you always have to be bringing people in, right? And the only way you do that is through promoting and marketing and I have a system down so I have a marketing you know funnel that obviously we have the ad and then they go and then they 
I schedule an appointment, and then from there, it's a 30-minute consultation where I talk to them why they want the change, what they have done, if so just to see if the program is a good fit. And then, obviously, then you're trying to sell them the program so then they can come and be a part of what we're doing, right? So it's a long process. So from doing the marketing to then doing the sales call to then doing the onboarding call to then meeting them for their first workout to then following up every week to see how they're doing, you know, so it's a lot of work. And it's, I feel like I got to a point where like, I knew that I needed to make a change in how I was doing things because maintaining what I had, it was becoming really hard for, for a one person <laughs> um, ship, right? And I do have a team and I do have help, but when it comes to running the business, it's, it's it all goes back on me, right? So I, I had to go through, you know, a realization that I needed to make a change. And I started meeting with a friend who was interested in maybe becoming a business partner with Burner and 30. We, we did a few meetings. We talked about business. And um, she asked me a question that I think that's kind of what led to this new business. And she asked me, what's what is it that excites you the most about Burning in 30 right now? And I my answer was my glow up program. And my glow up program is very intentional. It's 12 weeks. Again, we have a dietitian, we have a therapist, you get weekly calls with a therapist, you get a weekly calls with a dietitian, we have a curriculum, like you follow nutrition curriculum and a mindset and behavior change curriculum. And we we go through this, we do the journaling, like I have, you know, I made that whole journal for the glow up and it's just like, I get so excited. Like, this is what I love to do. I love to be able to educate and, and I feel like when I started sharing more about it, um, we talked about it. You know what? I think what I want to do is I want to take the glow up out of Burner and 30 and make it its own thing. Um, so we're going to be doing something with that. And I will be partnering. Um, it's going to be three of us doing it. So the difference with this is that is I know that alone, it's going to be really hard for me to do <laughs> anything um, because of my capacity right now. But when you find the right partners and you each complement each other, it's so much better. And you know that you can have a successful business that is not necessarily just something that will be a blessing financially, but it will be able to impact more and more people. Um, so it's not going to be called the glow up. It's going to be something different and it's going to be based on our 12 on like my 12 week program. And there's going to be different 12 week um, programs that are really. And one thing I can say is what our tagline is going to be for this. And it's um, really our whole goal is to close the gap between healthcare and fitness because there is a big gap. And I think. Um, when you, when it comes to someone coming into a doctor's office or a weight loss clinic, they walk in wanting to lose weight and they are giving the medication or the shots or the procedure and they do it, they do it, and then they lose weight, but then nothing changes as far as their habits and their behaviors that then they eventually gain that weight back. So I'm so passionate about weight loss because I know what it does with the women's confidence 
And eventually, when when the women changes their lifestyle, then it goes to their husband, and then their kids, and then their friends, right? So, um, yeah. So like that's just a little bit of what it's gonna be. Um, we should be announcing it very soon. I've been working behind the scenes on that, like <laughs> nonstop. Um, but it's gonna be very, very um intentional when it comes to we're gonna go directly to working with the doctor's office and um the clinics and the weight loss clinics and the spas that are doing this weight loss stuff um to to come in and and close that gap oh my god that is amazing congratulations this is such an exciting you know endeavor that you're taking on i'm so excited and i can (laughs) i can hear the the love and the passion when when you speak about it. So it's that's so exciting. I think it's so important. Absolutely agree on that gap between healthcare and fitness for sure. Um how is it gonna complement Burn It in 30? So it's not um so one thing about what I'm going to do with Burn It in 30 is gonna be more of just the fitness aspect of things as far as okay. working out. Um and then I think that's that's what I realized with time is that a lot of the women that were coming in just wanted the workout. And as much as I wanted to push everything like burning 30 is this and this and this and this and this, um, they were not following through with it and they were just working out. So I wanted to create something that was separate from it so that they can do the workouts if that's what they want to do first. And then once they're ready to commit for the 12 weeks, because it's going to be a lot more like a lot more in like investing in like financially and time because when it comes to the glow up program right now and we're going through it right now it it does require more commitment so you have to make sure you show up for your calls you have to make sure you're doing your journaling you have to follow your meal plan like this is like are you you want to lose 30 pounds we're going to help you lose the 30 pounds in the three months or the 12 weeks but you need to do the work right and it's not just like oh let me start and see what happens um, so it does complement it in the fact that obviously if you want to um, do the training, you need to also do this to get the best results. But the way we're going to go about it is going to be more of just the mindset training and the nutrition aspects. So I'm going to have a group of dietitians and therapists to be a part of it. And then eventually um, those that will benefit of burning 30, then they can also, you know, do the workouts there. Um, and if, cause there's some people that pr- need one-on-one training, they don't, they, because I've had some people that come in and then the group setting is not ideal for them to start. Right. So in that case, I want to have a group of personal trainers that I trust that I can then refer to. Um, so then they can complement um, what this new program is going to be. So I'm excited. I think yeah. overall, um, the way I see it is that all these years right and it's it's kind of led me to this um because when it comes to to what i feel like i feel excited about is is this it's like the glow up program every time we do it because we do it two times a year um i just get so excited about it and um you know we do this mindset calls and, and it's just so much more than just showing up for a workout um so yeah <laughs> Oh my gosh, I am so excited for you. You know, this has been such 
a fun conversation. I mean, we talked about showing up for yourself, overcoming challenges and obstacles. You shared your beautiful story and journey through all of this and this new journey that you're embarking on. And we also talked about balance and prioritizing your your health and mental well-being. My last question for you is, you know, just to kind of close this all up, is what does balance mean to you and how does that look like for you? Yeah, you know, kind of going back to what I said earlier, I feel like balance, we sometimes expect for everything to be perfect, to feel balanced. I think for me, balance means being at peace, no matter what's happening. Um, and a lot of times it's just being and the only way you're at peace is when you're doing your part, right? So uh, for me and my personal walk, uh, the only way I feel at peace, no matter what I'm going through, because it has not been an easy year, but I'm still able to have a smile on my face and show up for my clients and my family is, is my time with God. And, and knowing that I'm spending my time with God in the morning and knowing that I have that relationship and that fellowship with him, um, that allows me to take on whatever's going on and be able to do my best at each area of my life that I need to do. So I think when it comes to balance for me, it it's more feeling like, like surrendering. Know, yeah. It just feeling like it's okay. I'm doing my best today and not feeling overwhelmed, scatterbrained, stressed out. And I'm like, short temper like when when that's going on most of the time if not all, all the time it's because i know like okay i'm not journaling i'm not spending time with god i'm not reading my bible like and i know like that's when i feel unbalanced <laughs> um but that's me that's how that's what balance means to me is more just feeling feeling at, at peace and no matter what's going on and trusting god and and that's gonna you know, all going to get better. And I, and I just shared this the other day um, with a friend, actually, I was doing another podcast and, and she was asking me, I don't know what we we're talking about, but one thing that came to mind is um, I was driving and my daughter saw these birds on the, on the ground, they were eating and they're like, look, look at the birdies. And I, I was like, oh yeah, look, they have to get food for their for the little birdies, right? I was just talking to my daughter and it just made me think like we think that things are just magically going to get better because even the Bible says like the God feeds the birds. They don't worry about a thing, right? They they get food. And sometimes we think that things are just going to get better, but we still have to get down and get the food. We still have to do our part, right? And even the birds, even though they don't worry, they still have to get down and get the food and take it back to their little birdies right so it just made me think like sometimes we expect things to just get better magically but we still have to do our part of you know working on yourself and doing the the, the habits that you know are going to help you feel better and have the energy and it's just a matter of stop making excuses and actually doing the thing and eventually you'll know when it's time to like stop the excuses and and doing the work um because we, we sometimes just keep ourselves in the victim mentality instead of, you know, saying, okay, it's time to, for a change. Exactly. Like taking on the empowered mentality and saying, I'm going to do this. If I want to change my life, these are the steps that I'm going to take no matter how imperfect. So 
That's amazing. Thank you so much for sharing. Um, how can listeners work with you or find out more about you? Yeah, so if they find me on Facebook or Instagram, it's just Marcella Freeman. Um, and I do have a website, it's MarcellaFreeman.com. And Instagram will be probably a fast way for me to get back to them. <laughs> or my email, Marcella at BurnInIn30.com. Awesome. Thank you so much, Marcella, for being here with us today. Thank you. Thank you for having me. All right, friends, did you enjoy today's episode? If so, don't keep the goodness to yourself. Share it with another nurse babe who's ready to elevate her life by managing her time and finding work-life harmony. And if you can, while you're at it, please leave a quick review for the show on Apple Podcasts. It lights me up to know that this podcast is helping you. See you next Tuesday for another episode. Until next time, friend.